I'm just trying to trying to start like a stream of, of yeah, talking, yeah. so I'm kind of getting get warmed up a bit, and and if I get anything for a cold open as well, it's always good to have a cold open. It's, I I don't like having a cold open. I like a bit of a tepid open. Like the last, I think the last podcast had a bit of a tepid open. Tepid is probably the word that can best describe our content in general. Oh yeah. <laughs> Happy holidays and welcome to episode 19 of the Misanthropod. I'm Snipe and I'm joined by Wib. Say hello. Hello. And I'm joined by Matt. Oh, wait. Drama Matt isn't here. Yeah, he's still not here. No, it, it was actually... Okay, so real talk, guys. Um, This is my fault because um, I was going to bed the other night and I didn't shut the living room door. He got into the bathroom bin and he ate all of my dental floss and now he's at the vet. So he might be gone a while. Yeah, and honestly, that all the talk that he did last time about being out of the country, that was actually all a ruse. Yeah, really, because what we've done, we have a uh, an audio file of what we would play on the off chance that he gets into the bin and eats all of our like waste products, or uh, anything random happens, because he's, you know, let's be honest, he's always digging through the bins eating stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. So we kind of had that as an insurance policy, and it's very lucky that we did. Yeah, because he's in the he's in the vets right now, getting getting operated on, getting all that that delicious dental floss removed from his stomach. To be fair, it's mostly just the vet just standing, you know, facing his bare ass, just pulling the dental floss out. Yeah, but you've got to do it slowly. You can't do it like you're starting a fucking pull mower. Well, no, no, because you know, not, not Dick, after last time. Yeah, and Dicko learned learned his lesson with that, with the oh. anal beads. So, oh, I see. I think that was fine, but I think the fact that he put his foot on that person's butt cheek to properly just yank yeah to get to get purchase. Yeah, that, to, to... I think that's what really did it because that was yeah. a bit offensive. But but whatever. We're not here to talk about Dicko. We're here to wish Matt well because and hope that his. His body is free of dental floss by the next time we see him. See, the the vet did say that if they don't get... Because he ate clumps of my hair as well. Oh. Did he eat any, did he eat any chocolate? Because that's, that's pretty bad for him. I don't know. I don't think there's any chocolate in the bathroom bin. But, I mean, who who knows, right? It's a fucking bathroom bin. That thing's like this mysterious like basket of just into the ether. We anything can happen Anything there. can happen there. There's a portal to an eldritch dimension. It's literally the warp in our bathroom bin. But yeah, and so they, they they said that if they couldn't get it out, they'd have to amputate his butt. And I've already signed the forms, and I've said, look, just, I don't care what it costs, provided it costs less than £50, make this man well again. <laughs> Money is no object up to £50. Yeah, that's, I mean, that and that I am basically, that's his Christmas present for the next 47 years. What, no ass? Yeah. <laughs> We should probably get onto the real content. <laughs> no, I'm just so worried about drama, man. I can't help but cry. That was, that was a, nerv- a nervous laugh to hide the tears. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just so emotional right now. But <laughs> my dear friend, drama Matt's ass. <laughs> right, so. 2016 has been a pretty rocky year. Let's be honest. I think most people can agree that whatever. Whatever position you hold, there's been some dumb stuff happening this there's year. There's been some dumb, horrible, horrible shit. And 
We haven't acknowledged them, not because we, we don't think they're worth acknowledging, but mainly because we, we want to be escapism and hopefully entertaining and take everyone's mind off that. And so take our minds off it. Take our minds off it as well. So that being said, this year was pretty decent for video games. Yeah, yeah, honestly. Um, Surprisingly decent for video games, Because actually. I think last year was all right too, um, but we had a few years before that that just there was just these slew of just really half-assed shitty games coming out. Pushed out the door, half-baked. Whereas, like, though that still happened, like, there's there's just been, like, a lot of games that I've just played through and I've just been like, yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. Um, which you don't always get, so that's no, been nice. No, it's true. Uh, so what we're going to do today is we're going to go through all of the, the games we've actually played this year, that have come out this year, and sort of uh, talk about them, because some of them we've talked about on the podcast before and we won't dwell on those too much, but some of them we haven't really talked about. And we'll also be handing out our completely real... And very prestigious... Very prestigious um, awards for each game. Absolutely. Um, play at home, uh, you can't play at home, but enjoy at home. <laughs> and you know, the the developers and, and publishers, if they want, they can put these awards on their on the box art, if oh, they yeah. want, for their Game of the Year editions. For um, certain. I'll, I'll provide them with a high-res bitmap version of an award picture. That's pretty, pretty sophisticated, yeah, if high, you ask me. I mean, you know, some people might ask for PNGs or some other kind of format, <laughs> but bitmap's where it's at. Bitmap's. They've got a P in there because it's prestigious. Yeah, that's why it is. Mm-hmm. It's you know bloody it, magnificent prestige. That's what, is it what it means. It means. That, that's why we will only ever do things in BMP format. Yeah. <laughs> Little known fact: all of the title cards are all in bitmaps. Oh god. <laughs> also, we won't be talking about early access games because, well, they're not finished. So yeah, although it seems I'd... a bit pointless to. Yeah, I mean, I mean, admittedly, the line between early access and released game is a little bit vague these days. But uh, um... well, I want no. But <laughs> <laughs> we won't get into that. Let's not get into that. So, how about we get into the very first game? Uh, it was actually, I think, it was one of the first videos we made this year. Oh, okay. Uh, which was, what's under your blanket? Oh. Oh, yeah. I forgot that. I forgot all about that one. Yeah, that was a game by uh, a developer calling himself Five Wolf. Mm. Uh, presumably better than Four Wolf, or even Three Wolf. Werewolf. It's it's there. It's, it's, they made the game, it's on Steam. Their, oh, their Wolf. Their Wolf. Their Wolf, yeah. Uh. <laughs> that, that's why people tune in, for the regurgitated, badly retold jokes from old Mel Brooks movies. Yep. <laughs> that's why people are here. Uh, but yeah, that was the, the game that you had to masturbate... And not get caught. It was a bit like a clicker game, where your a floating, disembodied head would occasionally open your door, stare coldly at you, disappear, leaving you for you to stand up, with your with your hand on your on your on your wangle, waddle over to the door and close it before slulk, before skulking back to bed to resume wanking. Yeah, Which, I'm... quite frankly, I would feel that after like your grandma and your parents doing that about eight times, you probably have a bit of a hard go. Yeah, you'd, you'd kind of lose, you'd lose your strength. You'd just be so like, easily. you know what, I'm just not in the fucking mood anymore. I just yeah. don't fancy it. Especially... But I mean, that's just, that's just me. I mean, you know, I, I, can't, I can't say that that would be everyone's personal experience. I mean, I guess if you get off on the nearly getting caught thing, then, you know... <laughs> The danger yeah. wank. Yes, you, if you get off on the danger wank approach. Yeah. Uh, for those of you who don't know, a danger wank is when you start fapping and call for your mum, and then you got to finish before she shows up. 
which is... It's a fucking fantastically horrible thing. But yeah, um, it was it was alright for what it was. Uh, it was it was just a ha ha the penis and doing the faps and if yeah. you if you click if because every time you click, I'm guessing that's a stroke. I would assume so. And uh, you do it too fast, you catch fire, and the firemen burst in, and that's it. You're busted. As someone who was a teenage boy, I can absolutely confirm that this is a real thing that can happen. Well, yeah, to Pinocchio maybe. <laughs> Fuck's sake. But whatever, there had to be a fail stage somewhere, I guess. It's why you don't wank near kindling. (laughs) It's why you don't wank with kindling. Well, yeah. (laughs) Apart from all all the splinters. Um, But yeah, so um, I think that um, if we are to award um, what's under your blanket... I think it deserves an award. If we are to give it an award, then it should be given, um, especially given the season... Oh, absolutely. Uh, it should be given the uh, Best Wank Under a Christmas Tree Award. Oh, no, that's a very Because of its award. moving scene where you wank under a Christmas tree and oh. and uh, have to uh, try and not have it fall on you. <clears throat> Spoiler alert for people at home. Uh, oh, yeah, that's... it's um, Deep it, Law, Deep Law, sorry. Deep Law, it's a beautiful scene. Oh. Um, I was moved, very moved. I'm not often moved by video games about wanking. But this one just got me. It brought you to tears. It... Tear in my eye. It was terrible. <laughs> There's a tear in his eye, too. Oh, why? Uh, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> um, next up. Um, now, these, these are in... Um, they're in a vague order. Mostly the kind of order we played them. So it's not necessarily the order in which they came out. Um, although most of them would be roughly, roughly that. Um, the next one is Super Hot. Super Hot. Which was made by the very imaginatively named Super Hot Team. Mm. Now this one was actually really cool. Yeah, um, Super Hot was cool. Did you ever play the early demo version of it that they put out? It was no. like, because um, you know how you can make Unity run in a web browser? Yes. That's how I first played it, like, um, I think it was like mid-2015 maybe? Alright, you hipster. <laughs> oh no, it was, I was late to the party, and... But yeah, they, they put it out like that, and it was it was the same basic thing, not quite as polished. But yeah, the whole the whole thing of you you move and time moves with you, but it's mo- it's nearly standstill when you're standing still, and you know this kind of almost turn based approach to like moving around things. I thought it was magnificently refreshing, and I like the visuals too because I don't like I don't think a lot of devs understand, especially indie devs. It's like work with what you've got. Like, don't if you've got like a three man team, don't sit there and go, I wanna make something that looks like fucking Far Cry four. Like, you can't do it. You absolutely can't no. make something like you can't you can't make a sandbox that detailed, you can't make models that good, then just play to your strengths. And of course if you make things relatively simple then you can concentrate more on gameplay. Exactly. Which which I don't know if that's what they did, but the gameplay is damn solid. Yeah, I mean it's. Um, I mean it is the most innovative uh, shooter I've played in years. Oh, absolutely! It's the most uh, innovative shooter I've played in years. Yeah, yeah. In years. <laughs> in years. Years. It sort of banked on the fact that that the fr- that people would get the phrase "super hot" stuck in their head. Oh, it was. Yeah, you get it stuck in your head for days. Although I will, <laughs> I will say it did disappoint me that when you beat a level. Um, because if you if you're not aware at home, um, I presume you are, since this was a fairly famous game. Mm. But yeah, when you beat a level, because obviously it's um, time only moves when you move, so you're ducking, so you know you're ducking in and out of bullets fired at you, throwing things at enemies and stealing their guns out of their hands. 
Um, All and, that cool Matrix shit. Yeah, and at the end of the level, when you when you beat it, it shows you what happened in real time. The problem is, it's got text saying super hot yeah. over it the whole time. And what I'd really like to see is, I'd just like to see that in its... In its entirety, without all the text and, and flashiness over it, I just like to see how it would look in real time. Because no, right. I, 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 yeah, that's my only real complaint about it. I mean, I know it's quite short, but I think the conceit would start getting really old if it have ran over anymore. To be honest, yeah. What award shall we give to Super Hot? Mm, I would say we should give it the award for best Super Hot and the most innovative shooter I've played in years. I, that's it. It should get the most innovative shooter. We've played in years. It's award. the most innovative shooter we've yeah. played in years. Yeah, there and we go. And that's the award it should get. Yeah, okay, that's that's yeah. great. Of course, who could forget Panzer Medals, the tank dating simulator by by Dev Guru hyphen P. That is who could forget it. I I sometimes try to. Uh, I honestly, I f- it's very easy to forget, mainly because they really didn't run with it as far as they should have done. For those who aren't aware, this uh, tank dating sim, uh, surprisingly is dating tanks, but the tanks look like cute anime girls. It's kind of like a uh, traditional dating game kind of thing, but anime style. And cute anime girls who are all actual tanks. Like, there's... One of them's like... One of them's like a tiger tank, or yeah, a t- one there's a Sherman tank, and they're like they joke about her always breaking down and not... Like, there's like, oh, the Russian and the German don't get on, and it's like... It's a couple of tasteless jokes in there, but I just think yeah. it's because maybe they aren't good at comedy. I'm not going to take it personal. I just oh, don't. yeah. But, yeah. But I think they really should have just gone nuts with it. I've had actual fucking tanks. Yeah, I think that was the Not pro- cute anime girls. Give me a proper fucking Sherman tank. And I, make it be like... Make it blush and call me senpai. Yeah, I think that was that was the big flaw in it. Of the, if, you haven't, if you haven't seen the game or if you haven't seen our, our video that we did on it, the tanks are literally just schoolgirls. But they're not... They're not like schoolgirls that turn into tanks like Transformers no. or or like ta- or like even styled really after the tanks. They're just na- really named after them and then they give them arbitrary characteristics based on how people perceive the tank. And they refer they, they refer to their uniforms as armor because yeah. apparently their, their uniform is armored like but, probably like sailor suit kind of yeah, stuff. But that's the weird thing because they they refer to them as if they are tanks as if they are these physical machines like they refer to them having gun turrets and things but you're looking at them and they just don't and the, the, they, they go in for repairs and like tune-ups and it's like okay um i have not seen anything mechanical on you but what i mean there's not there's no there's no visual shorthand for anything it's literally they are just anime schoolgirls. yeah I think... which is like such a missed opportunity i think that that was my biggest problem is yeah it just it just missed missed all the opportunities to make something a lot funnier yeah. than it could have been. I guess that's really all we can say Yeah, about it. I yeah. mean, what, what, what award do you think we should have? Um, least amount of actual tanks in a game about tanks award? That's a good award. Let's give that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, so they win the least amount of tanks in a game actually about tanks award. I, uh, I hope they, uh, they wear that, that... With pride. With pride. The next one, Battlefleet Gothic Armada by Tindalos Interactive. Fucking fantastic dev name, by the way. <laughs> what, just because it's named after an obscure monster from the Cthulhu mythos? My favourite monster, yes. The Hounds of Tindalos? The Hounds it? of Tindalos, they are fucking amazing. But anyway, we're going to talk about Battlefleet Gothic Armada. Ah, yes. Which I cannot get on with, because I'm really not very good at those games. Yeah, I... 
I really wish I could get into it. Because it looks like it's really well done. Mm, absolutely. But I'm just... I just don't like those games, and it drives me nuts. Yeah, the, you know, it's a funny thing, because we put a video about it when, when it first came out. And um, I stated in it that I found the game... I enjoyed it, but I found it very confusing. Now, I would like to state on record here, because a few people seemed to misinterpret what I said there. When I said the game was confusing, I meant mechanically. I do, in fact, understand the storyline of the Battlefleet <laughs> Gothic board game. And all about the Black Crusade and stuff. I do, in fact, understand about that. That's not what I'm talking about. I mean, that mechanically, there is a lot going on in it. And it's, it's a little overwhelming at times. I would say, especially someone coming in with even less experience than you, it is viciously overwhelming and terrifying. So, yeah, I... A lot of people seem to really, really like it, and I'm really oh, yeah. happy that like, like a, uh, a like a 40k game ge- came out and people were really happy with it. That's always me, nice. It, that really makes me happy mm. because that's not always something you can take for granted. No, it is not. So <laughs> we will I'm, get to that later. Oh, we will. <laughs> but I'm I'm glad. I'm glad it seems so good. I'm just. It's kind of annoying how I just cannot get on with that that game type. Yeah, I keep meaning to go back to it because I, I kind of when I played through it, um, played through like the intro missions a second time off camera, as it were. I, I I kind of understood it a lot better. I mean, it's still. Well, I think people probably forget that when we're doing a video on it, we are paying half attention to the game. And trying desperately to be funny and entertaining. Which yeah. You, you don't understand how difficult that is for us. We're not funny or entertaining. Exactly. Which is why we have to try so fucking hard. <laughs> Actually, one thing I do I do want to mention is that I really, really like the way they um, characterise the orcs in it. Uh, like, all doing their kind of pirate sea shanties <laughs> in space. And just, uh, just like there's a, a marvellous thing early on. Where it pans through an orc ship and just the mayhem going on inside, explosions, yeah, it's falling out of things. It just it just looks really really cool, and I, I do I do really appreciate that. That that was that I would was say nice. they definitely got it. Oh yeah, and I did and also that is, like that is another thing you can't really take for granted when yeah. it comes to forty k. So massive I, thumbs up there. I also like that because you were dealing with the Imperial Navy rather than Space Marines or Inquisitors or anything, although they were in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but your your character you were playing in the single player was just a, a random Imperial Navy captain um, who gets promoted to like a, an admiral, I believe. Um, Spoilers. I might, I might be misremembering because this was a while ago that I, I played it last. And then he meets number one Riker and they go on super adventures across <laughs> maybe, the galaxy. Maybe not. Uh, but I, I did like how it dealt with a a smaller focus on, on a person being inside this, the huge Imperial war machine. And how it's it's so easy to get lost in that huge thing because it's so much bigger than that one guy. Yeah, which is something that often forty um, k fiction the uh, scope is lost. The sc- scope is kind of forgotten because usually you're playing like a space marine who, even if their their actions are not inherently important, it makes it feel important because they are these kind of superhuman, larger than life, larger than amazing life heroes. Yeah, no, and, I I think that they played the um, at least at least from what I saw, they played like playing a a quote unquote normie in the forty first millennium seemed to be done quite well. So um, so what award shall we give to Battlefleet Gothic Armada? How about the I'm not exactly sure what I'm doing, but I'm sure if I knew, I'd be happy about it. Award. Award. Yeah, yeah, I think that's that's a good one. I think that's a good award. Yeah, okay. Yeah. 
Oh, up next we have one that I won't talk much about. No, because we've we've spoken at length on the podcast before about this. Uh, which is Dark Souls 3. By, of course, From, from Software. Software. Um, I fucking love Dark Souls 3. And the DLC. And the DLC came out, which is uh, short, but quite fun. Well, um, unfortunately, uh, you might know, because one of the reasons why, uh, aside from Matt um, being at the vet... I was, about to say, at the vet. I was about to say out the country, but no, we've dropped the facade now. He's at the vet. We don't have to lie anymore. Because because of him being uh, being away is not the only reason why the pod- this podcast is a bit later than we originally planned. Um, we also um, had our graphics card explode horribly. Because those of you who remember from the last podcast, I started shouting and carrying on and being angry about the graphics card. Apparently it fucking heard me. Y- yeah. Um, that actually died, and we and so we, we were our schedule was completely thrown off, and that's one of the reasons why the podcast is is late. And uh, we ended up having to completely reformat our machine, and you know everything everything's backed up, and so it wasn't wasn't a big deal. Um, the one thing I forgot to back up was Dark Souls 3's save files because it's one of the few games that doesn't have Steam Cloud enabled. Uh, so. I had not beaten the DLC. I'd been dragging my feet about it. So not only have I have I got to go and do everything I'd already done in the DLC, I've got to beat the entirety of Dark Souls 3 again to get there. Well, not the entirety, but most of it to get there again. I don't mind so much, because I like Dark Souls 3. But? But it's still a lot of... It's, it's, no. a, it's intimidating to sit there and go, okay, um, even if you rush this, you've got about 20 hours worth of work to get to the part you want to do. No, honestly... That's fucked. And I'm sorry for your loss. Like, genuinely, I am sorry for your loss. R.I.P. Matt's game saves. <laughs> because holy shit. Yeah, Dark Souls 3 is still fantastic. Um, I'd totally recommend anyone who, for whatever reason, has been living under a rock and hasn't tried it, should totally try it out. Mm-hmm. Um, I Just go back and listen to about four of the old podcasts where I at just length... back to back, it'll literally just be you screaming yeah. out how much you've got mad bonus for Dark Souls 3. Where I just get on my knees and just fillet Dark Souls 3 it's... at length. Yeah, I tried to clean up the audio with that and it just it still sounds yeah. terrible, I'm sorry. It's just slurping and just lip smacking, it's awful. So I guess um, Dark Souls 3 will get the I'm sorry for talking about it so much award. No, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> So next up is Deadly Tower of Monsters by Ace Team, and I cannot remember a fucking thing about this game. Oh, well, Ace Team are the guys that made Xenoclash. Ah. Uh. Um, and Deadly Tower of Monsters was that game that was set as if it was like a 1950s uh, sci-fi. Oh! And it was like, with a developer commentary. Now I remember. Okay, that was actually like, I love the concept for that. Yeah, that was that was a fun, as I was, just to explain to the people at home, yeah, um, Deadly Tower Monsters was a game that was essentially an old school uh, B-movie. Um, it was in colour, and was not at 4x3 resolution, <laughs> and part of me really wish it was, because that would really add to the authenticity. Um, yeah, but that's like kind of like like there's a few games like Her Story and there's I think Pony Island where it has like a CRT filter that can just make you feel sick. Well, okay, yeah, there is that. Um, but anyway, it's it's designed like an old an old B movie, and throughout the whole thing, you've got the I think it's the the director in big air quotes director um, talking talking to you as if it's a DVD commentary. So it's like a it's a DVD commentarium up. It sounds weird, but it's actually quite charming. Yeah. It's a game trying to be funny, and I think 
if you're someone like me, then you're going to find it a lot funnier because I like old monster movies <laughs> and, and old sci-fi. So yeah. I a lot of there's a lot of jokes in there, like subtle things, like how the uh, the monsters that you fight that are like octopuses, you can see their legs poking at the bottom, like <laughs> like um, Gazora, who's an old octopus monster from um, Toho, uh, like those little things. I really appreciate that kind of stuff. I guess it really does show kind of the care and attention. And the love put into it. Oh, yeah. And the love of old, crappy, like, creature features and, yeah. and stuff like that, where it's, everything's a bit crap, because that's the way those old movies were. You'd see strings, you'd see the back of the guy's suit come undone, and, like, there's little nods to it, and it's really sweet. And I can't believe I forgot all about <laughs> it, and I feel like such a prick. <laughs> Uh, so I think what we should do is... Mm. Um... Best, best game I ever forgot about. <laughs> Oh, this one. No one's... I've barely spoken about this game at all. It's um, it's, it's our friend Alpha Boost's favourite game oh, yes. as well. Overwatch oh, by yes. Blizzard. I don't know if you guys have heard about it. It's it's pretty new, and it's fucking amazing. has microtransactions, which is the biggest negative, but mm. they've actually been putting a lot of stuff into it lately, and they've been having a lot of events, and it's maybe just about worth its price tag. Yeah. Um, I guess the simple... Um... The, the simple thing with this is a bit like Dark Souls 3. If, if you want to hear any more information or Listen viewpoints... Listen to the last 18 podcasts yeah. just, and I'll be talking about it. Don't worry. Just pick a podcast at random and we'll probably mention it at yeah. some point. Oh, okay, I will briefly mention um, that uh, the winter uh, holiday thing is on right now. Yes, the winter holiday event is on right now and it's very nice. Uh, the, speaking of someone who fucking hates Christmas, I kind of like this event and it makes me mad. That I like it yeah. so much. It's been quite fun. Also, I've been having great fun because the very first winter crate we got, we got the um, Torbjorn dressed as Santa. Yes. And combined with the emote where he looks like he's trying to fight everyone, <laughs> I've been going around servers demanding that everyone fight me. I'm Santa. It's it's the gift that keeps on giving. Um, I'm aware it's not funny, but the fact it's so unfunny <laughs> makes it funnier to me. And really amusing myself is all that matters at this point. Are you kidding? I've been playing Anna lately. And I've been tranking people. Go Okay, one specific instance of this. I tranked a 76. I went up to him and did the drop candy emote, which you got from the Halloween event, onto his face. And said, have some grandma candy. And then let him live. <laughs> I've been doing that. People get confused. I can imagine. But that's just the wonders of Overwatch. And, well, we talk about that all the yeah. fucking time anyway. Also, they, they released the comic. Like, this last thing, honestly. They released the comic uh, Reflections, which was kind of showing the um, like a, a bunch of the Overwatch folks like what they're doing on Christmas. And Trace has come out as LGBT. Which, yeah, that's I cool. think that's yeah. really wonderful. It's It's... Won't harp on about it, because I'm sure everyone's got an opinion, mm. but I think that's really positive, and I think that's fantastic. I think it was done in a very good way, uh, that no matter what some people on certain forums might insist, mm. it wasn't forced down your throat. And, and it wasn't it was, gals being pals. And it wasn't fetishized. It was just... It was just a thing, and I think that's that's a good way of going about it. I think that was lovely. I think Overwatch should get the Shrink-Wrapped Arses Award for having an absolutely fantastic collection of arses, male and female, for everyone to enjoy. That have all been shrink-wrapped for freshness. Yes, you look on some of those models, ho dang! (laughs) Okay, up next we have Assault and Sanctuary. Oh, the the, uh, side-scrolling 
2D Dark Souls yeah. kind of game you see, by, no, uh, by Scar Studios. Yeah, normally I would um, try and describe it in more depth, but just calling it a side-scrolling Dark Souls is basically it. I feel that's being a bit cheap because they've obviously put a lot of effort mm. in, but they're in- that's how I can summarise. And I think it's safe to say that um, their inspirations are fairly blatant they're definitely wearing their inspirations on their sleeve yeah. but i don't think that's a bad thing i like the idea of dark souls as a genre oh absolutely i want to see like different takes on it i want to see side scrollers on it i think that's really really quite good yeah i mean there's that game i think it's called is it dark mouse dark mouse yes I'm, it's I'm basically not... dark souls but you're a mouse and it's top down top down yeah. like, that might be the wrong name i i have not it's, played it it's about a fucking mouse or something yeah. but yeah like with very stark visuals uh, but yeah, um, no, Salt and Sanctuary, um, it's quite good. I'm not very good at it. Uh, I think the removal of the extra dimension and it coming over a bit more Castlevania-y, mm. um, there are issues with using more standardised Souls design uh, in that. I think it does provide certain uh, flaws. But though I don't particularly like to judge a product by what's going off in the background more than the product that's in front of you um because ultimately you know people at the end people are, are buying this thing and what's what's going on the dev end is sort of irrelevant yeah really. no I um but i do have a bit of a soft spot for the game solely because it is made by two people who are a married couple who are called scar studios <laughs> and as someone that does you know, or makes creative things, be it music or this podcast or the YouTube channel, uh, with with their wife. Yeah, you kind of stuck with me. Um, and that band was a scar band. I can't help but have a little bit of a soft spot. No, for, I, for them for that I reason, it's 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 entirely not based on the game at all. No, no, I but I, I share that. Yeah. But no, I think I think for two people, pulling something like that off, I think is very impressive. It's heroic, bordering on suicidal to even attempt it. Fucking A. Yeah, but no. This should get the award. The Sodden with Tears Packet of Salt Award. Sure. Yeah. That, sure, that's let's a go good with award. That. Let's do that. Let's do that. Right, the next one is Headlander by Double Fine. Now, this one's pretty fun. Pretty interesting. Yeah, it's... Um, You've got to use your head to get through those puzzles. You do indeed. Yeah. So if you, you haven't seen the game, uh, the way it works is you are a human who who doesn't have a body anymore because apparently humans don't have bodies anymore. I, They're just disembodied heads. Yeah, I think it's probably just a send-up of the whole, like cut off your head and freeze it so that in the future they might have a cure for not having a body. Yeah, which uh, is, is often a rumour going around uh, that went around about um, Walt Disney, but apparently that's not actually true. Yeah, I heard that was false, yeah. but appa- there was, yeah, apparently that was a, th- a bit of a fad. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of like, it's like silly 60s idea of the future. Like, in the, in the mm. distant future yeah. of 2009! I want to say it's more 70s because of all the brown. Actually, yeah, that's more accurate. <laughs> I'm bad with, with like, decades. Yeah, so it's fine. Shut up. <laughs> um, but yeah, you, it reminds me a lot of uh, games sort of like Abe's Odyssey in a way, like where it's technically kind of a side-scrolling platformer type thing, but there's a certain methodicalness about what you have to do. Uh, I think other games like Flashback almost. I mean, hmm. it's not quite to that extent, but it reminds me there's of those sort of games. There's definitely a bit of a, bit of a, uh, a twang there. Kind of yeah. an action 
like an old school adventure game, but more actiony. Yeah. Um, and your yeah, your head uh, because you don't have a body, you 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 attach your body to your head to different bodies, mm. so you can rip people's heads off and put your head on it. And when and, we when we say people, we mean robots. Well, robots. Like, yeah. <laughs> the the distant space future of two thousand fucking seven or whatever it is seems to be inhabited solely by robots, which you just go and yank the head off and steal their body, which implications unpleasant, let's be honest. It's like the the fucking implications of that are horrifying. They really are. It's you, lucky it's a silly comedy game. Because otherwise you'd sit there and you go, I have literally just stolen all these people's bodies. Including um, sentient vacuum cleaners. Yeah, you, yeah, that's a thing you can also put your head on and control. You can just be a vacuum cleaner. Because that's how you get through vents. Yeah, honestly. There's also be signs. Honestly, I think most of the game exists solely just to make jokes about getting head. <laughs> I think this should get the Head and Shoulders Above the Rest award. Okay. Okay? Okay. That's, that's all I got. That's, I mean, I, I could got. be here for hours and okay. that would be the best one. I you know what? That's, that's as good as we're getting. Okay. Let's move on. Okay. Let's move okay. on. Okay. 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 Time waits for no man. Okay. Now this one's fun. Pokemon Go by Niantic. Ah, uh, yes. The game that was... I think it's safe to say the uh, one of the very, very few games that became... At least for a very short amount of time, an actual cultural phenomenon. For about a month. For about a month. I mean, we... which is still fucking impressive. Mm. Let's be honest. I mean, we talked about it quite a bit on the uh, on previous podcasts again, um, especially when it first came out. Because we were um, we were recording uh, an album um, around the time it came out. Yeah, like the week it, like the week after it came out, we were recording in mm. Huddersfield. Well, it was it was the week it, the week it came out. In the UK, we were in Huddersfield. Well, well, but yeah. you, you'd done the thing, so I, you got it a week earlier. I'd gotten it earlier, which I should not have done, but I did. But fuck it. It was barely functional. I could barely play a damn thing, yeah. so whatever. But, and to be fair, it was like that for a fucking good while. Yeah. And it's actually starting to dip again. Because like, it's just got loads of weird bugs. Mm. Like like the weird vi- vibration bug. Like, like you'll go out walking and it'll just keep buzzing you and going, Hey, there's a Pokemon nearby and there's nothing there. They have fixed that today. Oh, they good. still haven't fixed the because when I'm going out and I'm pretty, I, I'm pretty sure that I'm not weird when I do this. When I go out, I'll get, I'll put my music on my phone. And I'll put my headphones in. Yeah, like you open Pokemon Go, it like quarters your music, hmm. like it turns it down, and you, like you can put it on max and you can just about hear it. It's fucking irritating, and they won't fix it. I, I would rather that fix than the random vibration bug, but whatever. They're adding new Pokemon. They've added like. New like Gen two or something like like Togepi and Pichu and the like the precursor to Jigglypuff in like the eggs you can't catch yeah. them but you get them in the eggs and like they've got a Pikachu who's got a hat like a little Santa yeah. hat which you know you ran out at like four a.m. to get for me while I was playing Overwatch <clears throat> yeah which I'm very grateful uh but it's, it's just a stupid hat it doesn't mean anything. <laughs> But yeah, so um, so yeah, Pokemon Go. It was it was lovely to see an actual genuine, like a video game actually bringing people together in the real world. Like seeing groups of people walking around the park, <sighs> helping you, like telling people, like telling each other where to find things. Or like coming up and going, "Hey, have you seen that Eevee? And then you go, "Yeah, mate, there's an Eevee up there." Or like. Just like you walk through the park or whatever and you see people on the phone and you go, I know what you're doing. Yeah. And they, they kind of look up from their phone and you kind of both, you share that respectful nod. Like, <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. yeah there and was, then you just keep about your business. There was just something really nice about that that you don't, you don't see very often, like, 
it was a nice way to break the ice yeah. um, and make people not be quite so uptight with each other all the time. As is speaking, like in Britain, wherever, where you know, <laughs> a stranger speaking to you on the street is honestly going to ruin your day. Like, you're just like, I don't want this. I, I, don't, I don't want this. I just want to go home. I mean, I, I, I'm sure most places are like that, but um, may, maybe it's because Britain is like half people who are misanthropic curmudgeons and the other half are ludicrously friendly who will do who will speak to you at the bus stop and you're just sitting there going like i just want to catch the bus honestly no one ever did speak to me at the bus stop well that's because you have um how can i put this politely resting murder face yeah when when you are relaxed your your face sets into a a visage of potential murderous rage, I could probably put it. You see, like, one of my best friends, Ash, like, we went to college together, and we would would catch the bus at the same bus stop. And he didn't speak to me for years. Because he'd see me, like, first thing in the morning, black bags under my eyes, staring out into the middle distance with a fag hanging out of my mouth. Not, never speaking or saying anything to anyone. He was apparently terrified of me. He wouldn't fucking approach me. And, and eventually, eventually you did. And eventually you did. And he was like, oh, dude, I thought you were a fucking psycho. I was like, oh, okay, what? <laughs> he was like, no, mate, it was like you fucking skimmed me alive. It's like, well, no, I was just, just trying to relax. And just... I was sitting there and going, yeah, I- I've seen her. I've seen what her relaxed morning <laughs> face looks like. I don't blame you. <laughs> so, yeah, murder faces aside. So what, what, sh- what award shall we give to Pokemon Go? The very, very flawed, but I feel important game of the year. Maybe it should get the you made me go out at 3am in the morning to catch a Pikachu in a hat you award. Bastards <laughs> you bastards award. Yeah. No, that, that's accurate, yeah. yeah. Let's give them that. The you bastards on the end is important. Yes, that's, it, that's an it important is. One. It's, a, it's just not the same award without it. Uh, the next one on the docket is Owlboy by D-Pad Studio. This one is quite sweet. Yes. I can't help but like this one. I can't play it, but fuck... Beautiful sprite work. It's kind of like a, uh, it's like a Metroidvania kind of game, but like way cuter. Because uh, your little owl boy, Otis, 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 because it's spelled differently. And he's an owl boy, and like his friends are power ups. Yeah. And like the sprite work in it is fucking beautiful. It's one of those games um, that I've been meaning to go back to um, after we did we did the recording mm. session for it. Um, to ke- carry on playing it, it's just I haven't found the time with uh, with the holidays and all. Oh, yeah. Apparently it took years and years to develop. That does not surprise me. It shows, honestly. It's honestly... it's The, the gameplay is simple, to the point, and I, I kind of appreciate that, yeah. to be fair. And, oh, God, I just can't get over how gorgeous the sprite work is, because it is fucking immaculate. The, the worst part is, like, at the very start, I don't know if this eases up as you go through the game... Um, but like your like mentor, who I forget the name of off uh, offhand, is just a complete dick to you. Like you're you're trying your hardest. Like you know, at the start of the game, you have all like, the tutorial things, and it's kind of framed by it's your training to be um, an owlman. An owlman. And as as you're going through it, like you you fuck things up because it's like predestined for you to fuck things up. Like you, like you have you pick up like a a, a um, big um, like ceramic pot of water, and then you drop it and it shatters. 
or you, you're trying to fly up to a high point and you can't quite make it, and you're just being told, you are shit, you are the worst, what the fuck is wrong with you? And you're just sitting there going like... You're sitting there oh. going, look, I don't want a childhood simulator, okay? <laughs> I want, like, I want some escapism here. Yeah, it's a bit it's a bit of a grim opening, it has to be said. Yeah, but then you meet, like, oh, I wish I could remember his name, like, your friend, who does, like, sweet little dances. Oh, shit, yeah, I can't remember he's his like, name. He's, like, a member of the guard, and he's, like... Yeah, Otis, because Otis is a mute, so yeah. he, he can't defend himself, poor thing. And he's he's still got buddies, and his his buddies like, yeah, dude, and like that really alleviates the horrors of your mentor being a complete yeah. douche. I, I do think if it does have a problem, it's that it's probably a little wordy at times. Mm. It, it it they could probably like sometimes they'll say something in like five text boxes that they could say in two. No, I'll say that's fair. That's a fair uh, fair criticism. Um, but for for a, a, you know an, an indie kind of platformer, and that's that's a fairly minor um, mm. complaint. Oh yeah, it's it's incredibly polished. Um, and and obviously, and that's that's from only having played like the first hour or so of it. Yeah. Um, but um, do mean to go back because it does look uh, does look fantastic, and I've heard generally f- favorable things about it. And mm. um, so, what shall we what shall we give that? I think we should give it the. Quit reminding me of my painfully unhappy childhood award. Yes. Yeah, that's um, a good award. Yeah, that, that's, yeah. A, that's a good yeah. award, and we should carry on without dwelling on that. Yes, okay, next one on the list is Doom by Id. This fucking game. <laughs> Mad boners all day. Boners for days yep. about this game. I have gone on and on and on about yeah, it. Yeah, we've talked about Doom quite a bit on the podcast as yes. well. Yeah, I I really like all all like silliness aside. I think this game is phenomenal. I have I have gone on about length at how much I love it. Yeah, I, I've actually played a fair bit of it now. Yeah, um, well, how are you finding it? I, I you aren't me. Yeah, I I love it. Um, it's fantastic. It does have. It, I mean, it's not perfect. You know. Oh, absolutely are. not. There's like the loading times is fucked. The fact that it it really only optimized for GeForce cars, which is a fucking schoolboy mistake. Oh yeah. Fucking hell, id. That's bullshit. Because we had a uh, an ATI card, and it was just not set up for ATI cards at all. It only really went with GeForce cards, which is why, yeah, we had to get a new... We had to get our GeForce card, and then we could stream it, and we could record it and do a video on it, which yeah. is fucking stupid. No, can, can hardly recommend. Uh, it is... To me, it is the, the best adaptation of Brutal Doom mm-hmm. into a AAA game that I think could possibly... Uh, possibly be made i think that's that's pretty cool um and even yeah if just again there's old podcasts where we talk about it oh yeah 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 yeah. so the award for this one what what prestigious award shall we shall we grace upon doom for um how about uh i mean we could go obvious and give it the uh the rip and tear tear award or we could go like oh i don't know we could also give it the here comes the night train award yeah, I think that one. I think that that's one. A, that's a good good award. Let's go with the Here Comes the Night Train award, Here comes the or Night possibly train. Um, the Huge Guts award. The Huge Gut. Ooh, should we give it two? Yeah, it gets two actually. Yeah, Doom, gets... Doom can have as many awards as it wants. Yeah, it can have those two awards. It's fine. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not using them. <laughs> um, oh, this next one's fun. Ah, uh, this is one that we haven't um, acknowledged in any form before now because no. you've been saving it for a podcast. I have been. My friend Josh directed me to this. Umapri by Usayako. What the bloody piss is that? Well, my dear Wiblet, that is a uh, a Japanese dating game on the mobile. Okay. Um, it's uh, it's quite interesting. Uh, it's standard as as far as um as far as dating games go. 
uh, it's kind of it has kind of clicker elements of it. So what happens is you have a love heart bar at the top of your screen, and there will be things that appear on screen, like say carrots, and you have to make you have to put you have to click all of them, and that will fill up the bar, provided on how much energy your character has, which you have to speak to them every half hour. You get three times you can speak to them. You still with me? Uh, I think. Okay, try try and hold on. So you click on this thing, and they go, "Oh, your weight," and you have three options. And if you pick the right one, you get plus thirty energy, which is the maximum you can get. What What do you mean? Oh, your weight. That'll be the question they'll ask. What they ask you about your weight? Yes, they, because it's fucking stupid. Okay. Some of the questions in this are a bit, "Hey, fuck you," but whatever. I'm sure it works for some people. Just made me angry. Okay. And then you have responses, yeah. So you go, oh, I lost weight, and that gives you plus 30, because that's a good thing. And then you have, like, the next one, which is like, I can't remember. It's like, oh, I've, I've, I'm not eating cake or whatever, which is you get plus 15. And if you fuck it up and say something the, the, the guy doesn't agree with, then he goes, oh, oh, I don't get... And it minuses you energy. Would I be right in thinking that if you say that you've gained weight, then that's a bad answer. Yeah, and he's he's sad and angry at you. Okay. So I'm... you then you have to watch an advert, because this is a mobile game thing, to replenish it so you can go back and like answer again. Okay, I'm just going to say, this sounds like the exact opposite of that, um, was it Mystic Messenger? Mystic the... Messenger, which was really body positive, actually. Oh, did that come out this year? I don't know. I don't know if it was localized this year. Shit, we probably should have checked. Oh, well, we talked about Mystic Messenger on a previous yeah, podcast. That, that, so was, that was actually quite a good, good dating game, but whatever. Um... But but yeah, that had quite uh, that had a real body positivity spin on it. Like hmm. they were always trying to make sure that you weren't skipping meals and yeah, like, you know that you, were... you you need to eat. Like you just don't you know your body is perfect. I love you the way you are. Like really supportive, lovely stuff. Yeah, this sounds like the exact opposite of that. To be fair, this is like one or two of the, like the annoying things in there. Like at one point, the guy does refer to like he's like, oh, Snipe Chan, I love how obedient you are, and it's like. You want me to uninstall? Because this is how you fucking mm. make me uninstall. But, again, it's just not for me. Now, I am going to show you a, a picture. Is this the sort of picture that people um, uh, who are listening to this would be able to look up on the Googles? Oh, yes. Um, let me see. Okay. This is where um, the start of the second act, which is actually pretty quick, um, you wake up and the guy's in your in your house... Making you breakfast. Okay. You have not given him permission to do this. It is just treated as, ah, he's here, he's making me breakfast. How lovely. This is what you wake up to. Uh, Would you like to describe to listeners what you are seeing? Uh, okay. There is... Okay. Um... <laughs> right. Um, th- there is a, 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 an anime boy... Um, a cute bishy. A cute bishy boy. Um, now, his head is a bishy boy. His body is a horse. Yes. Now, I want to make this very abundantly clear. It is not a horse, like, centaur type deal where he's a man with a horse, like, his lower half is a horse. No, I mean, it is a man's face. On a horse's body. And what is that horse body doing? That horse is using chopsticks despite the fact he lacks thumbs. To feed me green onions. To feed you green onions. And saying open wide, which is something I never want to hear from anything that has a horse body. Mm-hmm. So, 
Umapri, also known in the West as My Horse Prince. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so this is like the horror, the more horrifying version of Hatterful Boyfriend. Then. Yes, but it's also very aware that it's a joke, and it's actually, it doesn't try very hard. Yeah. Okay, so the story for this is, for this particular Otome, is uh, you, you quit your job in the city to go and meet hot boys. So you go to a ranch one day because, hey, hot boys like horses. And uh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Hot boys love horses. I, I'm, 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 I'm obviously not a hot boy because I'm kind of indifferent about horses. No, you're a hot man. That's different. Uh, okay. You like the races and whiskey. I, I, I don't like either of those. Don't you tell me that? I fucking married you. Okay. You I'll fucking like you like whiskey and you like betting on the on, on the ponies. Okay. But yeah. So you go there and there's like this really half-ass drawn guy who owns this horse, and you're like, wow. That horse is really hot, and then your character has like come some kind of like horrifying like they're trying to deal with the fact that they want to fuck a horse, you know? They're like yeah. that horse is really hot, but it's also a horse. And then the guy comes up and goes, "Hey, this is like your horse now." Basically, some bullshit reason as to you are now this horse's owner. And he comes up and he's like, "Hey, <laughs> hey, snipe." I've got a picture of him coming up and flirting with me. Yeah. So to, to find these pictures, what would people people enter? <laughs> My horse prints in Google images. That's all you need to do. That's him trying to convince me to be his owner. If you can see his hoof, he's basically doing the stereotypical kind of like Japanese like guy hand on the wall next to the next to the girl looking down at her and she's blushing. But his hoof is against the wall and it's cracked. Which implies that it's almost like he's punched the wall next to her. There is a there was an oddly threatening vibe to it. Mm hmm. So your character is trying to deal with the fact that she wants to fuck a boy-faced horse. You know, oh shit, you know what this is? What? This is like a bizarro universe Bojack Horseman. This is worse, but yeah. So you <laughs> there's have, less fucked up sexual things There's less things fucked up sexual in things Bojack. in here, yeah. So you have to basically train with him by picking up carrots and, and then you answer questions. See, the carrots thing from earlier makes sense. It makes sense now. now. He's also in a rock band called Horseman. He's the lead singer and lead guitarist. But he's got no fingers! That is one of the answers you can give, and it gives you negative things. So yeah, he's got, like, he actually sang a song about me, which was really beautiful, and all of his fans tried to kill me because they were like, but he's he's our boyfriend waifu. So, funny thing, when you first go and see this horse, you're like, wow, that horse is really hot. Can you believe, like, to the ranch owner, can you believe that this, this, this horse has a human face? And he's like, no, he doesn't. So everyone else apparently sees him as a normal horse. Oh. Yeah. That, uh, yeah. That that kind of makes it a bit darker. Am I... Um, I can't help but feel that maybe this ranch is actually, like, in Silent Hill or it's something. It's like a horrifying Silent Hill sex ranch. It's not, it's not good. That's... That, yeah. Um, I'm going to reiterate what your friend said um, and say that you do indeed need Jesus in no, your no, life. No, no, no. They need Jesus. I'm fine. <laughs> so, like, yeah. You just need horse face. Boy. I, need, I need horse Or boy face horse. Well, not, not if he keeps asking me about my fucking weight and telling me I'm obedient. He can fuck right off. But yeah, so the you know, story progresses. You, you, uh, you go to town for some retail therapy. He is, uh, he's working, he's doing roadworks. How? With his hooves. It doesn't matter. He's, he's realised that running a ranch is expensive, so he's trying to help you out financially. This is the Powerpuff Girls all over again. They don't have thumbs. <laughs> but yeah, and then like the, in comes a challenger later. So there's like there's, there's a rival boy-faced horse who comes in as like 
Oh. It's just a fucking palette swap. No, can't you see? He's got angry eyes. It's different. Yeah, just, 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 uh, everyone do yourself a favour and just, just search, just Google search this fucking game. Because, yeah, it's fucking crazy. Uh, it's, it's obviously a joke. Because, like, they try and be a bit meta in the writing, but they're just not good enough to pull it off. I mean, I'm assuming that this is actually Japanese originally. It is, yes. And it, um, was, it was localized. Yeah, because that, that can be a problem, because hu- when they translate humor, you've kind of got two options, which is either you translate it directly and then run the risk of the jokes not crossing the international punchline, or you translate it and try and localize it to make the jokes work in the area, but then they're not the original jokes, so they might not land as well. Mm. So, yeah, translating comedy's tough. No, yeah, that's the thing. I can't really... I can only really judge the, the localized version, yeah. but it's like, yeah, some of them, like, the jokes don't miss. It's trying to be a bit meta, and it's like, I think it's worth it just for the fact that, you know, even just as an artist, I'm sitting here looking at these, these fucking lovingly detailed and coloured pictures going, someone had to fucking draw this. Someone was paid to draw this boy-faced horse. And speaking of someone who draws some weird shit sometimes, you do kind of stop halfway through and just kind of like, you let out a sigh and you, you look at the fucking sketch before you and you just kind of, you rub your face and you go, this is something i fucking drawn. Fucking hell. <laughs> yeah, I... Every now and again, I for me, it always goes back to one picture I drew many years ago that I I am always shocked and slightly, not appalled, because um, the drawings I've drawn that are truly appalling and horrifying, I'm proud of. Uh, like the time I drew um, 8-Bit Mario, but with a hot woman's body. Oh, he, Mario had a great set of boobs. Uh, that is the thing I did. You can look on my DeviantArt and find that. NSFW. Uh, a very NSFW, yes. Um, but the, what, the the picture that I always go back to in my mind is a picture I drew at the end, I believe it was at the end of uh, like a sketch challenge thing where you had to draw something every day. And towards the end of that, obviously my mind went a bit weird. And there is a picture of me holding a gun saying, we both knew it would end this way, Hannigan, while pointing at a scorpion also holding a gun <laughs> who is floating in the air by a balloon. And then I wrote up a thing beneath it insinuating that this was the end of like a uh, grim dark buddy cop movie yeah a grim dark buddy cop kind of setup and to this day i'm not quite sure where that came from you've seen half the shit i've drawn well yeah but um my come straight from the fucking warp well yeah but that that's more of a you thing than a me thing okay i see how it is (laughs) that's fine but you're when i when i need something horrifying drawn like i'm like oh this title card needs drawing and i think it needs something horrifying can you draw it (laughs) what you mean like the hyper-realistic bootleg pikachu i drew yes yeah, Wasn't I, that based on Tom Cruise? It was, because I think his face is so fucking creepy. <laughs> I was like, what's the creepiest face I could... Tom Cruise! I'll do a Pikachu Tom Cruise. And I'm waiting for them lawyers now. <laughs> oh, it's it's fine. It's fine. As long as you don't rip on Scientology, I think you're fine. <laughs> uh, anyway, <clears throat> that was my... That, that, was, that was my horse prince. Um, I'm going to give it a... I don't want to fuck a horse award? Possibly, can it have a secondary award of My Lovely Horse Award? Running through the field. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no one getting that fucking reference. Oh, I don't know. Okay, the last game we have to talk about today 
is one that we played, um, I guess, when this goes up, because I think this will be going up on Boxing Day. Yeah, 26th of uh, December. Yeah. Um, because, you know, we're not allowed to fucking rest. <laughs> never, never, never rest. Ain't no rest for the wicked. <laughs> Money don't grow on trees. I've um, got bills to pay, I've got mouths to feed, I've got horses to fuck. <laughs> It's a busy fucking life, let me tell you. It really is. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell. Uh, but yeah, the last one is a game we played, um, it would have been last week. It would have uh, been last when, when week. When you hear this. Um, although it was just a, a day or so ago for us now. It feels like it was only yesterday. Uh, is Eternal Crusade. Yes, by Behaviour Interactive. Uh, which is the Warhammer 40,000 game um, that has a bit of a checkered past. Pretty so, moldy. Yeah, so I'm going to go into this a little bit because we haven't talked about it uh, at length. And it's a game that has a bit of a mixed reception about it. Like, it is literally mixed on Steam. Because this game was originally going to be, um, from what I understand... Because I remember reading about it at the time. I remember getting super hyped about it. Yeah, of it being sort of an action MMO, almost. Um, I think... Oh, I'm trying to remember. There is a game that's sort of like that. Um, and I completely forget the name of it. Um, but basically, you'd fight over areas. But it'd be in a large, persistent mm. world. Wasn't it where, like, free players would play orcs? Yeah, because it would have asymmetrical multiplayer, yeah. and so the orcs would have shit tons of boys because they're the free players, but mm-hmm. I think, like, they're, they're the knobs and, bo- and like, war bosses and, the and big mechs. prestige classes. Those, those would be ones that paid accounts could have. Yeah. Um, Which I think is actually a very clever yeah, way of doing it, uh, but that's not how it turned out. Yeah, because um, eventually things kind of got scaled back, and... It eventually came out in, um, I had like a closed alpha for people that had um, bought like founders packs and it was just sort of an arena shooter, um, at that, uh, at that sort of point. But like, that's an early version. So you're like, okay. And it's eventually, it went through early access on Steam and has actually come out as a full, full game now. Although there's we'll, more to that, which we'll get to in a bit. We will get to that. Yeah. So it's out of early access now and. It's still basically an arena shooter. I mean, it is um, love very large maps. So, like the simple way of describing it is, it's it's sort of like Space Marines multiplayer, but on really big maps with the occasional vehicle and stuff. Battlefield esque. Yeah, sort of like Battlefield. Um, a few people have mentioned comparisons to uh, is it Planet Side? Planet II? Side. I've heard. Uh, which yeah. I haven't played, uh, but apparently it's quite a lot like that. And unfortunately, it's not very good. No, I mean, there's a lot wrong with it. And there's a lot of potential there. And there's that horrible feeling of, I really wanted to like it. Yeah, absolutely. But I can't. Like and the, that fucking annoys me. Like, I mean, it is, cause, I mean, it's been published by um, Namco Bandai. Which, or... fuck those guys, basically. Yeah, they're not, they're not. They, are, they have a fucking woeful track. Okay, just for the record, we're not having a go at Behaviour Interactive themselves because we, we are aware that it's most of the time the publisher being the dickhead. So I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of the problems with Eternal Crusade are stemmed directly from the publisher. Yeah, there is a lot of um, a lot of rumours that there that Namco Bandai got involved mm. and that they're, they're the reason why it got put it got put out the door and why the version that that is currently as a full release is basically still, it, it should be an early it should, access. It should not be a full release, yeah. I'm, if I'm honest. I mean, there's so many little issues. Like, 
I get like little model errors, like the weird one we found where like you got shot and he basically just, just his spine snapped to a ninety degree angle backwards, and then did, and then I think what he was actually doing was spinning round, <laughs> like his just it, spinning around on his axis, like so quickly that the frames couldn't keep up. So mm. I was just seeing like every other one where it was just like completely like horizontal to his spine. Yeah, I think like little things like that. I think they're they are for the most part pretty forgivable. Yeah, in a full release. Where it's like basic gameplay problems, though. Like, the maps are just too large. They yeah. are fucking huge. And it's like... It just I, doesn't really feel like it uses them. It, no, I don't think it uses them. The performance is dreadful. Like, it, the optimization is awful. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, we shouldn't be getting such, a, such crappy performance from that. Yeah, especially considering that um, a lot of the models... Like the, the scenery's not bad, if a bit generic, but the, the actual character models, most of them are fairly low detail, They're in pretty, fairness. Yeah, pretty low detail. There's not much going on. That, and it's like... It, like, just from... You can, you can get a pretty good feel from this for just observing the firefights and, and the scrims, mm. where... You won't be able to tell who a bad guy is. Now, I'm not... I'm sure, like, Eldar versus Marines and whatever, yeah. But, like, Marine versus Marines, good fucking luck. And us playing versus Orcs, that was... Even then, readability was quite muddy. Yeah, I mean, it's it's really just... There's something about the way it's weighed, like, the engine kind of renders. Um, I presume it's to do with, like, its lighting. Mm. Um, but you have, like, uh, melees involving Chaos Marines and regular Marines. And I think because... There's not that much detail on the models, even with, like, the fancy armor that you have to buy with microtransactions, which that in itself is a big fuck you. Yeah, but um, that's, again, that could be a publisher thing. Oh, probably. We just, probably. I'm, I'm giving I'm giving Behavior Interactive the benefit of the doubt, something fierce. Yeah. But what I was saying was, yeah, the even with the added um, aesthetic, aesthetic things to make the characters look more interesting... This, the, the, they look so similar, and under, the, under a lot of the lighting in the game, everything is kind of, like, washed out. And so there's a huge like like there's a huge melee fight in your close quarters. Sometimes it can take like way too long to actually register who's a good guy, who's a bad guy, even with the, the things floating above their head. Because I I do feel that um, even though it's it's not the most aesthetically pleasing thing, but something like say what Overwatch does, where everything has a little has an outline around it of mm, the like color. a little red glow. I think that would really solve a lot of problems yeah. because i mean the health bars above above the uh, the the baddies and the goodies it's like it's too hectic it is too much data to take in yeah. that, i think it makes you pause for too long especially coupled with friendly fire yeah and i mean i think um, also especially considering that the game is not very well optimized at this point, and it does suffer from latency issues. And this mm. isn't just an us thing, like oh, our internet connection is shit because it it is, but it's no, this is it's fine. It's fine for for playing games. We've never had a, a lag problem before, but like we were getting really high latency um, playing it. And apparently, there are some people um, who the game is basically unplayable due to it. It just seems to be an issue with the game. So just optimization issues, yeah. Um, and with all those on top of these readability issues means that like you're you and with friendly fire you honestly get like you, it means that you hold back fire a lot of times which means you're fucking dead basically which is uh, not shooting when you could have shot even if it means potentially hitting someone on your side is the most un 40k thing possible you're supposed to shoot into a firefight with your friends that's 40k i know that well, I, mean, I, I do know that in the rules for the board game you can't shoot into melee i do know that <laughs> but but no like it's like that guy pointed out like yeah iron warriors like you're healing people what the fuck it's like <laughs> yeah okay we we get that 
do you want a video game or not? Yeah. It, it is fun to, like, poke holes, and that's yeah. absolutely correct, and lol. Yeah. <laughs> I, that's, that's the thing, like, um, I, I can see it being the game that if it, if it runs fine on your machine... Um, you don't have the latency problems. Can you grab a couple of mates? I can totally see you having fun with it because there is a big scale to it. I mean, I I do wish it had more in it, more classes, more vehicles, especially because there's only like two. Um, I th- like, like two two like space marine vehicles. I think. Uh, I think there's like two or three f- uh, for two each faction. Yeah, um, but, but it's just. I... But like for the marines, I think they're all very they're all rhino variants. So I think there's a predator, a rhino, and I think the other one's a razorback. Although I, I realize I didn't actually look at it. Um, when Ugh. we're playing. Then you're not allowed to have any opinions well, in this yeah. game, sorry. But but they could have so much more in that, like you could have land speeders or you could have um, so I was storm hoping, ravens. I was or... honestly hoping for a land speeder. Just mm. just that would be fun. Or even bikes, like, that could be fun. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like, there's so many little things you could do, and maybe they are going to address that in the future. And But I think the big problem is, is that though I had sympathy for the devs for it being, if it if indeed the rumour is true and it has been released long before they wanted it to, Unfortunately, because it has been released now, it's basically irrelevant mm. because it is a product at the end of the day, and I'm not... it's asking for money for something that is not worth it. And because it's not worth it now that it's been properly released, it means that it really doesn't matter if in a year it's a fantastic game because it's m- missed its chance. It's missed its opportunity. It's yeah, it's missed its opportunity. Well, to have no, a, it's been robbed of its opportunity. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Um, it has been robbed of its opportunity to have a, a good and healthy user base because so many people will have bought it and like us been turned off by it by just it not being it, it, like it not feeling like a finished game, and then they're not going to go back to it because yeah. it, it's one of the big problems with early access in general of that your first impression on something is so important, and if you fuck that up, which Early Access has a huge chance of doing... Look at that Look at that new Carmageddon game they brought out. Oh, yeah. The alpha they released was fucking shocking. Yeah, was it, uh, what was it called? Was it Reincarnated or something? I can't remember what it was called, but I remember seeing... I can't remember. It was like a, a, uh, like a gameplay video uh, on YouTube, and I'm just looking at that going, that is fucking oh, yeah. unforgivably unfair. It's like, I appreciate this is an alpha, but... And it was an alpha, alpha. Oh, like, it really you know, was. when you look at, like, you look at something and it goes, oh, this is a beta, and you go, no, that's an alpha. <laughs> it's not like when they do, like, um, betas on console. <laughs> and you're like, that is not a beta, man, because it fucking works. <laughs> yeah, basically. But this was properly alpha. Yeah. Like, dev textures. Dev everywhere. textures, and it, like, bits just missing, and you're like, this is something the public should never mm. see. And the fact that you're asking for money for it is fucking deeply troubling to me. Yeah, I mean, it, it fits into... Don't a... start this shit off. And, yeah. And then we have the whole fucking people getting angry because Early Access is like... Like, Darkest Dungeon had a big problem with that where people were playing it in Early Access and saying, this game is fucking fantastic. YouTubers were going, this is amazing, play the game. It's, it's fucking great. And then people got it and people enjoyed it. And then they changed it. And they fucking broke it. Because I remember that's when we were thinking about buying yeah. it. Yeah. And everyone was fucking furious. They, and they everyone's did like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to fucking like, report you. You can't. You can't do that because it's early access. Yeah. They could have changed that to become a racing game. And you've already bought it. Yeah. That's why you should be fucking aware of early access Yeah, games. that's the, the risk, the risk of it. Be fucking careful. Because I mean, in, in, in a case like Eternal, Eternal Crusade, I, I think 
it, it, it's, it's awkward because you do sit there and go, there's so many games that, if it wasn't for early access, wouldn't have the funds to get made. It's really, it's a really awkward balance. That's yeah. the thing. It's like, because yeah, I'm sitting here going, be fucking careful. There are the occasional games out there that are worth it. Well, Minecraft did fucking fantastic. Yeah, my, I'd say Minecraft is to blame for the entire. It's, it's definitely space. to blame, but it also did very well with yeah. early access. But I think that was because that was a completely functional, fun game in early access, and, and it, it just all... felt like every update bringing new things in was just that. Just hey yeah. guys, we've added more stuff. Have fun. Um, but that game, you know, is what became so big. But that was even it was before we really even had the word for early access. Mm. But Minecraft was early access. And it worked for them, and I think it's just a lot of games it doesn't really work for. And it, in with something like Eternal Crusade, I mean, it's an awkward one because yeah, it probably wouldn't get made without it. But the environment of early access that it has been developed in has basically ensured that it can never be, it can never really live up to its full potential. Yeah, I mean, I would, I do dearly hope that. In a year or so, like when when the devs actually feel like the game is finished, if of course the whole rumor of it being released earlier than they intended is true, I'm gonna I'm gonna assume it is because it really feels like it is. Oh yeah, but if that is true, then I hope they do get it to the point that they consider it finished, and then I'd like to see it again, and then I can I can feel like you know my judgments can be a little more final because that's the problem with things constantly changing. It's hard to. Hard to sit there and say, this is shit, because it could be not shit next week. Yeah. Um, which provides... It, it is a problem for critique of these these kind of games that are in constant flux. Well, I mean, yeah, you can review an early access game, but that's going to be worthless. Yeah. For the most part. But, yeah, I, I really... The problem with, with Eternal Crusade is, like, I'm I'm bummed out, because I, c- I can see... The potential there. Yeah. You can see the game you want to play. I can see the game I want to play, and it's just not there yet. And that really breaks my yeah. heart. Because I really... I want to play this game. I want I want to be running around as a chaos dude, or a big fucking dogly elder. Mm. That's what I want to do. And it sucks that it's just shy of it. There's just too many little niggles there. Yeah. That's then, the thing. If, if you really enjoy something, you can overlook flaws to a point. Yeah. But this is long past that point. Mm. I mean, like, yeah, I, like you say, I am gonna like keep an eye on it. Oh, certainly. And hopefully, because yeah. they'll still be updating. I hope, and maybe in a year it'll actually, like you say, be where the devs are comfortable with it. Yeah. And now I, I will play it again, and and hopefully it'll be good. And hopefully they'll also um, they'll they'll also be able to. I think what they need to do is once they've got it to a point like that, they need to do like a few free weekends or something to just, really kind of warm the community back up. To yeah, it. and to entice people to try it yeah. because that's going to be. I think that's going to be the big problem for the game is just is getting the people that have been burned to come back because yeah. you look. You just have to look at the Steam community reviews for it. And so many people just feel so betrayed by it mm. that they don't want to give it a chance. And it's a fucking shame. Yeah, is and, what it is. And conversely, there's a lot of people who are who are basically going, "Oh no, no, it's still good. It's still good. I mean, I know it's not well optimized, and I know it's not very fun right now, <laughs> but it will be fun one day." And I and neither side of that argument is is particularly helpful. Mm. I mean, there, there are people who do enjoy it as is, oh, and yeah. Good on you. I'm glad for you. I'm glad that that you're able to to enjoy it. But I've just I I have trouble because I'm a critical minded bastard, 
and I can't enjoy anything. Also, it's hard to enjoy something when it's frame rates all over the fucking shop. Yeah, to be a bit more picky. <laughs> 60, please. But no. No, I'm really hoping that they they fix that up mm. because I really, really do want that game yeah. to, to, to be what it should be. So what award shall we give it? The, uh... The, we'll try again in a year and hopefully it'll run better award. <laughs> the I can't, this game has been fully released. I can't wait till it's finished award. That's a better one. <laughs> yeah, let's go with that one. <laughs> the Arkham Knight award. <laughs> oh, okay. It's not that bad. No, no, no. no you take that. You, you apologize <laughs> to Behavior Interactive. That was mean. <laughs> Dang. Uh, so yeah, I mean that's um, that's that's all the the games that we play because we obviously there's a lot of big games that we've we've not played this year. Yeah, uh, we missed out on like Dishonored two and uh, Mankind Divided, mm-hmm. uh, Titanfall two, var- various yeah. ones. Other things because you know we're terrible people. And well, you we know, never um, keep up with things. Well, you know, um, obviously we we're, we're not uh, we're not fully fledged professionals at this. No. Um, we can't afford to buy everything, and a lot of these were were very very. Um, generously uh, gifted to us by by viewers by you guys and we're very very grateful for that and and you, you know you're one of the main reasons why we've been able to play so many new games this year and actually be able to have an opinion about about a lot of new stuff so thanks for that so yeah thank you very very much um i guess i, I guess if we like what we could do is um if we were to say pick like a, a game of the year from what we have played mm. what what would you say yours would be Mine? Yeah. Like, you could... What, can I, I ha- pick two? Mm, I, I'd say, I, I'd say uh, you can mention one, um, but you kind of got to give it to one. Ugh. And like how you personally uh, attribute that is up to you. Oh, yeah, it's... Okay, it's it's going to be my, my, uh, my subjective opinion that this game is objectively perfect. Okay. Um, that I'm sure a lot of people are going to have a go at me for. My, my runner-up... Very close second, Dark Souls 3. Okay. And my game of the year is Doom 4. I can hear... I, I could hear the sharp intake of breath, <laughs> of of genuine shock and awe as I said that. No, but no, no, no people. Yeah. This is this is real life. I've named Doom 4 as my personal game of the year. Yeah, no, I can, I can totally, it's, totally get that. It's me personally as a gamer. I mean, I grew up... Um, I grew up with a... My first machine was a ColecoVision with a PC peripheral. That shows you how fucking old I am, for starters. <laughs> we got a desktop PC, played, like, all the crappy platformers, which there were numerous, and oh, then... PC me, platformers back then were fucking shite. Honest to God, they were fucking terrible. Consoles were where it was at. Man. So, we played, like, played Wolfenstein 3D. That blew my fucking mind as a little girl. I can't even remember how old I was when that came out. So, 92, 93? Yeah, so I must have been... I was about six years old. Mm. And I was like, whoa, this is hyper-realistic. Because <laughs> you did in those days. And my favourite... Oh, my favourite memories are of Doom and Doom 2. Just playing that. Those fucking games. Because as much as Wolfenstein 3D blew my fucking mind, Doom and Doom 2 were fucking awe-inspiring. Those games scared me as a kid. Because, you know, they did. They were fucking... This is even more hyper-realistic than the last <laughs> game I played with the blue walls and the giant weird Nazis. And and it was fucking astounding. And I loved that game. And that game was my fucking life. And my brother and I used to play LAN when he was, like, five years old. 
of it, mm. and it was perfect. And then all the games that came off that, like fucking, they had Doom, Shadow Warrior, Duke Nukem, like everything coming off the uh, the build engine, like Blood, massive favorite of mine. You've probably heard me talk about that before. And just that, just FPSs are my fucking jam. That's that's my fucking that's my jam. And to play a Doom game that's basically grown up, like, I grew up with Doom. And to play an adult Doom of my age, it feels like, it's like seeing an old friend and feeling like no time has passed. Yeah, yeah, I can totally understand that. So it's not entirely because of the game being amazing. It's, It's a lot of my nostalgia and just having really happy memories of Doom and... And just I, really loving the game. I guess it probably it probably helps that they... I, I think at long last they fondly accepted that what people really, really wanted was not to play Doom Guy in a game. They want to play Doom Guy from the Doom comic in a game. That's what we've always fucking yeah. wanted. Which is why it even says rip and tear in the fucking intro. Because they know what people <sighs> wanted. Yeah, that and just so many perfect things. Like, no, no, I totally... I, I would totally agree... That that is is a phenomenal game, though it, it's not my. It wouldn't be my game of the year. That's fair enough. Um, but um, I I think that is totally acceptable and a, a totally understandable one. Um, okay, and and what would you say yours is? I bet you're going to surprise everyone with what's under your blanket. Oh, uh, on, honestly, um, though I w- again I would uh, I would love to to say Dark Souls three, um, but. It is an iteration on a game that I've effectively played multiple times. Because okay. it, it's, it's, you know... I, I still think it's a fantastic game, but I... Oh, have, thoroughly, yeah. But I, but I feel game. it's treading the same ground as mm. its previous things. A little too much to mm. give it, like, like the number one spot. For me, honestly, it would be Overwatch. Shit, yeah, I forgot about Overwatch. But yeah, Overwatch is, I'd say, like, I have a double tie for second, which is Dark Souls 3 and Overwatch. Because yeah. I have poured so many fucking hours into Overwatch, I have even surprised yeah. myself. And that's probably not not a surprise to anyone who is listening to this. Um, so I won't, I won't go on about it, but... But yeah, I guess it's... For me, even though I would sit there and go as... As an actual piece of artistry, um, of, like, telling a narrative or whatever... Um, like both both Doom and and Dark Souls Three both both do a, a better job than that. But if I'm honest, the game that I keep coming back to, the game that I I keep playing, that I keep putting my time into, is The Binding of Isaac Rebirth. But <laughs> since that didn't come out this year, Overwatch is a close second. Okay, okay. <laughs> so Overwatch is your game of the year. Yeah, yeah. Um, it is the game that I have that I would say defines my gaming this year. I think so. I think it's been a really nice chill out game. It's kind of like Doom, really quite hectic. Love it, hectic. Overwatch is good for a chill out, and you know, screaming at the Hanzo player. Yeah, yeah, because absolutely. it's literally always their fucking fault. So yeah, I mean, overall, um, I think that even with our our not complete um, overview of games this year, I think it's been a pretty good year. For games, and that's that sort of made you know it hasn't made up for the fact that 2016 has been utter garbage. Oh, um, hot garbage for, for from planet bullshit. Yeah. But it has made things a little easier, being able to uh, to play uh, to not worry quite so much about every game being awful, and to have a nice back catalogue of games to keep going back to. Because I can see a lot of games. You know, there's a handful of games that have come out this year that I can see being those sort of games that I will go back to in years to come and play through again. So I'm 
I, I'm happy. I'm happy with this mm. year in in gaming anyway. In gaming, I'm I'm happy with this year. In gaming only. In gaming only. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, I guess we should probably start wrapping up. I suppose so. Uh, next time, hopefully, um, Drummer Matt will be back. From the vets. Yeah, from the vets. Although, um, he will not be on our, on our couch. Um, no, no or, he'll, or, be, he'll be, he's literally, he's stolen our couch and he's taking it to France. Yeah. Uh, the he, bastard. Yeah, he, he will probably be in France. Because um, he's going away for a few years to yeah. France. Because his, uh, his lovely girlfriend has gotten a job over there. So yeah, um, but he should be back on the podcast, um... Then I'm not sure if he'll be up and ready for the next next podcast, but hopefully it will be. Yeah, um, and that'd be nice because uh, doing it with just the two of us again is slightly horrifying. It's horrible, and I'm sure you guys fucking hate it as much as we do because I hate this person. Who yeah. is he? I don't know who I am. Oh, I don't know myself. <laughs> <laughs> he literally won't let me sit there and talk about Overwatch all day. I just don't want to be near this man. <laughs> that's the person you're saying about a person that's literally just named Overwatch as his game of the year. Yeah, you bastard. Yeah, I feel really bad because I I was like looking at the list, going, "Yeah, Dark Souls was fucking fantastic. Doom, completely missed Overwatch." And I feel I feel really bad, like I've neglected my my sweet. Well, child. this game that we've spent literally hours on podcasts talking about. Yeah, I don't th- I don't think Overwatch is going to feel bad. Well, although I it should know. be mentioned, even though even though I, I do I, I do say like game of the, game of the year for for me. Um, the uh, the microtransactions in Overwatch can go fuck themselves, especially around the summer games, where that was bullshit. And I totally understand if people were so soured on the game by that shit that they hate it. Totally understand. Oh yeah, that Don't was worry. completely and utterly relevant. And if you still hate it because of that, that is also very fair. Yeah. Um, or if you hate it because they haven't removed that annoying bug, Hanzo. <laughs> the fact he's in it. Yeah. <laughs> One day someone is going to take your your constant. <laughs> hatred of Hanzo as being an actual, re- like, real major thing. I th- I've already got a couple of, like, things on, on Tumblr. So. <laughs> but hey, if that's, if your husband, oh, you, you like the guy, that's, you're wrong, but okay. <laughs> that sounds fake, but okay. Well, on that familiar note. Yes. We should probably, it would probably get off. We should probably get off and let everyone enjoy their, uh, their holiday season. Yes. I hope everyone had a good Christmas day, if you, you do celebrate Christmas. If not, I hope you just had a nice time. Yeah, I hope you had a good 25th, or whatever you happen to celebrate around this time of year. I hope you have a good one. And a happy new year, yeah, and happy. hopefully 2017 will just be 2016 again, because this should, year should be wiped from the fucking record, it's terrible. Yeah, we should just pretend that... Um, 20... Keep all the games released. Yeah. Just fucking just do 2016 again. Yeah, we'll, do, we'll just... We'll start the calendars back at 2016, try it again, and hopefully, you know, we won't make such a hash at this yeah, time. Yeah, it'll probably be fine. So, yeah. so from us, and probably Drummer Matt, we don't know, he probably doesn't like you guys, because, well, not like we do. Because he's, you know, he's too he's too busy eating comps of my hair and dental floss to care about the listeners. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. he's a terrible, terrible person who throws children under buses and stuff. He does. He does. I've seen him do it. I've seen, I saw him do it twice. Like the other day. Uh, mm-hmm. This was before the bin incident. Oh, yeah. Before he went to the vets. Yeah, before he went to the, before he went to the vets. Uh, I saw him. He, he was out in the street and he was... Um... Well, oh, was he doing that thing where he was on his hands and knees crawling around and just barking at people? No, 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 no. That was um, that was the day before. Okay. The day before I was doing that. My mistake. 
No, no, he was. Um, I was. I was walking to the shops, and uh, uh, he wasn't on. He wasn't on the couch. So I assumed. I, I assumed he'd like. I don't know. He was. He was rifling through through someone else's um, bins or something. You know, because he does it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I, I was walking past the school, and I saw him just outside. Just outside the school, and what he was doing was um, he was um, he was standing there with a large sign that was saying, Peter. I know your secret. Your mother doesn't love you. And he was just standing there holding this sign. And then I was just, I was sitting there and I, I observed for a while because I wanted to know like what, what was going on. And, and like, I was just watching. And then every now and again, a child would walk out and would just burst into tears. Oh, that's dreadful. And then I'd watch him pull a Sharpie out of his pocket and on the back of the sign, add another little mark. There was like 15 marks he'd got on there. He, he just destroyed 15 children's lives. And afterwards I said, what the fuck were you doing? And he was like, that's an afternoon, isn't it? That sounds so much like drama, man. I know. I'm mortified on everyone's behalf, quite yeah. frankly. I mean, it wouldn't have been so bad if he was wearing trousers, but you know. <laughs> that's prob- that would probably be the thing that would that'd make them cry first. But... I mean, that, that's usually the problem with, with most of the stories about him of that that they they would be bad on their own, but it's a lack of trousers in public that just they really it escalates the situation. I mean, he's wearing pants, thank God, because mm. no one needs to see his little dingle dangle <sighs> wobbling around. Uh, honestly, it reminds me of the other day before the bin incident. Yeah, yeah. So I went out shopping as I am wont to do, and I, I went to went to Tesco because I thought, fuck it, I'm feeling fancy. I'll go buy a roast chicken. So I walk in there, and there's like you know. There's Maureen from down the road, yeah. shimmying along. I'm like, hello, Maureen. And I, I approach, I approach the butcher's aisle, yeah? Yeah. And there is a crowd. He's not doing the thing with, with the chickens of his oh, ass oh, again, oh, is he? Oh, he's got a new thing. Oh. So I, I'm like, oh no, what's this disturbance? So I, I, I try to peer over people's heads, can't see it, so I've got to kind of barge in. Because I, I, I gotta know, I don't know, I just had this primal feeling that I needed to see. I needed to witness this. It was an important point in history that needed to be witnessed. No, I think it was an... I think my, I intrinsically knew that a a friend of mine was doing something horrifying and I needed to, like, get them out of there before okay. the police got there. Okay, yeah. So I pushed my way through and I was like, there's women, there's children, there's, there's men, there's all staring there, open mouth at drummer map, right? You know the cute little glass counters they've got where they show you all the food? Yeah. He'd, t- he'd taken his trousers off, basted his butthole, okay. put his legs behind his head and smushed himself, butt first, up against the glass. <laughs> <laughs> I know, the emotion is overcoming you right now. I, just... I know, it's too much. I know, it's too much. The world must know. And he was just screech- screeching at the top of his lungs over this counter at all these people. Barbecue chicken, you twats. <laughs> it, I was mortified. Yeah. Honest to God. I was like, I, I literally left. I thought he was still at home asleep on the couch. Yeah. I had to drag so. him out there with his barbecue basiled butt squeaking all on the floor. As I dragged him. Yeah, because he won't ever... Like, when you get into a situation like that, he just goes he just goes you, limp. You grab his arm and he just fucking dead weights on you. And you're like, yeah. dude, fucking... And he just, he just pretends he's dead. I, he, I think he maybe he thinks that you think he's actually dead. Maybe, he, maybe that's why he plays dead. I don't maybe, know. Maybe, maybe. 
but for whatever reason, it's it's really fucking hard to get him out of these situations because he does he just goes limp on you. And like he's a, he's a lot heavier than you think. Fucking yeah, it's all I these rocks he carries around. Yeah, he does carry those rocks, and you try and you try and take them away from him, and he just kind of hisses at you. So yeah, he, he you can't relinquish the rocks. So but, you, just, you just, it's one of those, you know, you, you're like, you go, I'm going to fight the battles where it involves like public indecency, but the rocks, look, you can keep them. Except for when he starts, you know, throwing them at old people, because, you know, that's, you, yeah, that's, you have to try and put a stop to that, but, yeah, you know. Yeah. But one step at a time, what, Yeah, right? you know, you can, you can only do so much for him. Yeah. Happy holidays, everyone. And a happy new year.